Hi everybody, my name is Misha, aka Refilling My Wallet. And my name is David. And this is Finance Fails and Cocktails. So what are we drinking today? Today I am doing a rosé mimosa. You hear that? Crisp sound? <laughs> and why are you doing that today? Because it's morning! We're, and it's a Tuesday morning. And it's a Tuesday morning. Um, we took today off because today is our son's birthday. One year birthday. First birthday. Um, so cheers to us making it to one year. Cheers. We did it. Clink. <laughs> this is rosé bubbles um, like from Rheingeist. I don't know if it's rosé or not, actually. Whatever. <laughs> I think I've had it in an episode before, and I just poured it in orange juice. No. Oh. So is it like champagne, sort of, in a can? I mean, kind of. What do you think? Let me know what you I'm think. I'm just drinking straight orange juice. I might have to switch. It, I got it. I have a whole can over here. It's not bad. I'll take some. It's delicious, right? <laughs> it does taste like a mimosa. It does. It does. Um, okay, so... Today was a little bit of a, <laughs> Sorry, a rough morning. No, it's good. It gives us gives us a flavor <laughs> today was a rough morning we did um first year shots today we did and he hated, hated every minute hated of it every minute of it so he's taking a nap so hopefully we can record an episode during his nap yeah three shots and one prick of the finger and yeah. Uh, yeah. draining his blood like a vampire <laughs> <laughs> he was not having it but overall i think he did a pretty good job i think so all right so i wanted to tell you so david doesn't like invest himself in the internet he has no idea like what's popular what's going on anything about celebrity he knows nothing so i haven't asked him this at all this week but everyone on tiktok is fighting over it oh goodness okay in the world are there more wheels or more doors more wheels yes or more doors yes like for what? Like in the world. In the world. Just in general. Are there more wheels or more doors? Ooh, I gotta go with wheels. Team wheels, really? Because if you think about it, most things need like two wheels to function versus one door to get in and out. How many doors are in our house? Well, think about how many wheels are in our house. We've got two cars, so that's eight wheels. Those four doors Elling, in those cars. Elling, yeah, I thought about that too. Um... There's four wheels on that RC car. There's a thousand doors in our house. What about hospitals? Mm. I don't know. That's a tough one. Because, like, what's considered a wheel? Like a pulley system? Those are sort of wheels. I think a wheel, this is also the debate, is it has to move. Like, does it have to move? Or does it just have to rotate a circle? Is a steering wheel a wheel? It's in the name. Maybe it's called. <laughs> well, think about your car parts. There's plenty of wheels in that. Okay, what about of. mailboxes, post post offices, post offices? Yeah, post offices. <laughs> what, what about them? Think about all the oh, yeah, mailbox the sorting, doors, the conveyor belts and stuff. Okay, I was going with some team <laughs> wheels. I was going with the mailbox doors, the PO boxes. The P- oh, okay. I don't. I I don't know. Doors make sense to me. I can see both sides. But then but... someone was like, look at all these wheels on conveyor belts. That, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like... Like on machinery uh, like a in general. Like UPS and stuff, yeah. But, I don't know. There's like 2.3 billion houses. And imagine how many 
different um, closets and doors and mansions? Well, I think uh, some of the like older cities, you know, like in the Middle East, I do they have doors? Like two rooms, or is it just like a little walkway, well, I wonder? I mean, I'm sure they have doors. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is, but then I, I mostly, I am Team Wheels, technically. Wow. I had to give the people, you know, the opposite side. I am Team Wheels because of, I forget what, like, sold it for me, but I saw it and I was like, ooh, okay, there are a lot of wheels in the world. You just Hot gotta wheels. think about machine. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hot Wheels and like Lego. Car toys. There's definitely more wheels. Think about that. On Hot Wheels alone, the doors don't open unless things have changed over the years. I know. And then with <laughs> hospitals, they're like, okay, yeah, there's one door per room or maybe two, but each Push bed, cart. each bed, Ooh, each, co- yeah. you know. So, Team Wheels is winning. Yeah. I think I'm on Team Wheels TikTok right now, but that is what... This is the, the great content you're missing by not being on TikTok. Wow. I'm really missing out. Well, we just spent four minutes talking about it in our podcast. <laughs> That's so. all I need to dedicate to this. Um, let's see. So, we felt uh, pretty chaotic this week. We did. We did. We. I felt like we were about to sell the house. Like I felt like we were selling the house and we were going to float around... Uh, as what is it, vagabonds? Is that how you say the word? <laughs> is that what a vagabond is? Float you know, around. We just float around and live where we live. <laughs> um, Which is still a, not off the table. It's not off the table. A couple of people asked me about RVs and like, would we be willing to live in an RV? I think here's the two things I have against RVs. Correct me, audience, if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure RVs lose their value ex- like badly, like worse than cars, worse than just about anything. Especially if you buy it new. Yeah, but we'd be, the money we'd be saving on, like, renting an Airbnb, we would be putting into this RV, which at least we have, and then we could flip that at the end of it and turn it For into a, loss, a rental. Though. But turn it into a rental. Oh, oh, I see. I don't know. So that's one thing that I have about the RVs, and then it's so small. If we did not, if we're either just, like, us, Ellington, no dog, probably, but between the four of us, with the dog is just too she's already under our feet in our house Uh, can you imagine an rv where there's one little walkway (laughs) for basically the whole thing i don't think i could do it with the with the dog i get it i get it i just love the idea of like tiny home living rv living it sounds like amazing to me i i like the idea i think it's one of those things i want to like you know, I, I like it, but I don't think I could commit to it. We could just do it for one year. A year is not a commitment. A year is barely, like, a serious relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the people that she just offended who got married in three weeks. Um, but, yeah. And I guess it is one of those nice things that you literally, if it doesn't work out, you do it for three months, you're like, bah, this sucks. Sell it. You could drive you know, a little, probably a little bit easier than selling a house and stuff. I wouldn't sell it. I would keep it as an Airbnb. I would like deck it out and make it Where an Airbnb. Where are you going put it though? Oh, at an RV park. Next question. <laughs> if they allow that, but yeah. Uh, Why would they allow it? Or buy a little strip land, put it on there. No, no, you're you're sinking my cost too much. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be a great like a. Uh, the budget girl, go budget girl, and she did this. So she has like um, a is that camper. The one you showed me? Yeah, she calls it the Ag Wagon because the she's, Ag Wagon. Uh, what is it? Arizona? No, Texas. The Aggies. Oh yeah, Texas A&M. Yeah, 
Um, and so she like decked it out and all that. She put like a Texas shaped waffle maker in it. <laughs> and like she has like this cute little Polaroid camera. And you I'm, did show me the pictures and some of that stuff. I was like, man, this is nicer than our house. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun. I think it's one of those things for me. I wouldn't know it until I did it. In which at that point, you're committed. Because we'd sell this house to do that. Okay, yes, we'd be committed in the sense that we wouldn't have nowhere else to live. Because we rent is a little more expensive than I remember. Um, and then we'd have no house. And buying a house in this market, I just don't have a desire to do. I Anybody who's selling buying a house right now will tell you, like, this is the worst time to buy a house. They hate it. I got two uh, things for you. Uh, I was actually talking with a friend. And you know how we talked about renting this house instead of selling it? Yeah. Um, He's like, even if you break even, you're like, say, uh, you know, we barely, we pay our mortgage basically with yeah. it out. He's like, you're still at least getting the appreciation of the house value. So that's sort of something to think about. Yeah, we're not making any passive income, but we have an asset that's growing. Yeah, but the, the flaw in this plan is selling the house was paying off the debt. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest flaw. And if you're not working, if only one of us is working, if you have no idea what we're talking about, you probably should listen to at least the beginning of the last episode. Um, but it, the selling the house pays off the debt. Yeah, which there's then a reason we limits have to sell the, the house. expenses. I would have, I told um, Britt Polanco and we still like each other. I was like, you guys can uh, come rent it out month to month for 1600 bucks. <laughs> 1600 Sorry, guys. 1800 I'm sure they take, they're they paying <laughs> a lot more of that up in New York, as we saw from our little survey we did. Yeah. Or we took, we didn't do the survey. Someone else did. Um, the other thing we already talked about, but I still, it's crazy for me to think about, is uh, the favorite place, my favorite place we lived in, in San Diego. is 2350 now for a one bed, one bath. When we lived there, is 1850 So basically, that was five years ago, so it's gone up 100 bucks every year since we've lived there. That's just crazy yeah. to think about. Rent has gone up. Um, Twenty mortgages dollars are basically. insane right now. I mean, you know, you work for a title agency. The mortgages right now have to be crazy, right? Like, people are still paying significantly over asking, aren't they? Um, it's getting a little bit better, but yeah, we another thing that we looked in our area, Hilliard, we looked up the other day. There was one house under <laughs> two hundred thousand. David, you're trying to get us murdered. <laughs> you just set our city on the podcast. <laughs> um, yes, there was one house under 200. It was a condo. And under 300,000, there was, what, five? Five or six, I think? If, yeah, barely. So it's like, I mean, people are fighting for houses. There was a house for sale, like, near us, and it wasn't even an open house. It was like a, a uh, like, it, the first day for... was available, so they're scheduling showings. 30, 40 cars lined up outside our house. Yeah, we could barely get in our driveway. It's it was so packed. It was insane, and, like, that, so all of those people are interested in buying a house. Let's say, let's say 15 of them put an offer in. Just on that first day, 15 put an offer in. Only one person's going to get it. So now those 14 other people, plus the the other 14, 15, um, are still looking for a house to buy. You know what's crazy? There's not enough houses. Yeah. That's uh, what I thought about, too, is if we did decide to sell a house, we don't have to sell. Just because we list it, let's say, let's say we are the anomaly and we don't get the 15 offers for the house, right? Yeah. We don't have to accept one. We can be like, eh, nope, we're not getting what we want for it, so we're going to stay here. 
I thought about that too. Would our realtor love us doing that? Who cares? <laughs> well, the realtor is your brother, so. <laughs> Sorry, John. You're gonna have to suck it up. Probably would care a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't decided anything, but um, it's not off the table, but it's definitely not on the table. Yeah. It's like near the table. <laughs> it's on okay. the coffee table. It's on the not coffee the dinner table. table. So. Uh, I don't even know if I want to give this person, like, any more time than she's already gotten, like, in the world. Oh, where are you um, going with this? Kim Kardashian oh. <laughs> is uh, making way. She did an interview with, I think it's Variety Magazine or something. Who reads uh, magazines anymore? It's online, David. Okay. Um, and it's also a video. Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this man knows nothing about the internet. He's, like, 80 years old. Um... So basically, it's like they're promoting their new show. Their new show is coming out on Hulu. They have more control over it. They think it's going to be more documentary style and less like, ooh, we need to like create drama. So similar, but... But different. Okay. Um, the Kardashians, I will give you, they are hustlers. Like, they know how to chase a bag. Like, that is, that is them. They will find a way to make money. No shade to them at all on that. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I... A lot of people, I think, go back and forth. It's like, yeah, we look at these like, oh, they're being dumb or whatever. But, like, these people are out here making money, living their life. Like, they are. I don't know. I, I, I see both sides. But it's like, at the end of the day. I don't know. They're they're pandering to Americans who Yeah, like they're taking them. advantage of what so people like, are interested in. I can't in. be mad at them for that. I can be a little bit irritated because she basically, the magazine was like, oh, what advice do you have for, you know, women who are trying to, to or people who are trying to be successful, start their own business, whatever. And basically her line was like, get up, stop being lazy and work. Nobody wants to work anymore. And not quite that easy. Well, first of all, I know more people there's different ways to come about saying this like you could say like work hard and go after what you want and la 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 that is not what she said stop being lazy nobody wants to work and then her sister yeah yeah shut up you don't do anything she <laughs> does little to nothing though the that? sister um courtney ah. um <laughs> <laughs> anyways but like kim you know she she's got her her shapewear line they do they have their show you know they're producers or whatever they do a lot of stuff they have their own stores uh there are complaints about the way their staff is treated and paid but whatever i know more people with two jobs than i know people without jobs yeah so i don't think it's a i mean are some people lazy yes but like is that really the problem well, did you say this, uh, like, doesn't the unemployment back down to lower levels? Yes, the unemployment is back down. I mean, to be fair, there was a pandemic and everyone was sent home. So it was like 14% at one point in like April Jesus. of 2020 when no one could work yeah. and everyone was on unemployment. Um, and now it's like, I think it's like 3.8. Okay. Um, so, I mean, people are working. There are a lot of vacancies. I, I don't know. If that's be, I think it's because people just got better jobs. They're like, well, I mean, I can't work at this restaurant anymore. I will say this. I think uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day. It's like even during shitty things, uh, there's sometimes good things that come out of this. So I was thinking about this with the labor market and the yeah. pandemic. Is one, I think two things happened. One, like you just said, people got better jobs. And then two, 
I'm seeing a lot higher wages people are advertising now than they were two years ago. Yeah. Like uh, Aldi or something. Aldi's at 16 was like 16 And I almost guarantee if we look back, it was like 13 or 14 yeah. uh, two years ago. So, I mean, yeah, it It's sucked, getting better. But, How, yeah. We also are seeing an increase in inflation right now. Yep. So can't, can't not count that. I don't know. What do you think about Kim? Nothing. You think nothing about Kim, don't yeah, you? I don't really have an opinion. And that's what a couple of people were saying. Like, who cares what she thinks? Like, yeah. you work, your work ethic, and whatever. I do. Here's the hard part. Someone told me this, and I was like, yes, that's me. And this might come off as being lazy. I acknowledge that what I'm about to say might be me being lazy. But they said, and I agree with this, I want to make the most amount of money by doing the least amount of work. <laughs> I think that's everybody's dream. But but it's not, though, because some people are like, I'm, I'm hustle culture. I want to hustle. I'm working everything. If you're not sleeping less than, if you're getting eight hours of sleep a day, you're getting too much sleep. You're not working hard enough. <laughs> that These are things people have said. Oh, yeah. The minimalists, I just listened to their hustle culture podcast. And it's sort of interesting. Complete opposite take of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just like, eh, I want to enjoy my life. My goal is not to... Yeah, it's like if I can if you burn yourself out and you have a heart attack or something because you're like overdoing it, then who cares? Who cares how much money you're making? Exactly. And or you can make a bunch of money and live on an island in Greece. Mm -hmm. Wish you the best of luck. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (sighs) Okay. What's up? Go ahead. I was going to say. You got a topic? Uh, not really. I was going to say, we did get a second mic, so I hope this is here uh, sounding better for you guys. We did. It's blue. I'm kind of jealous you have like it. it. It's the 10th edition, uh, or 10-year anniversary edition or something. It's uh, fancy. Uh, I like it. Yeti. Yes, so hopefully we sound a little bit better and more professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, question for you. All right. This is going to be controversial. I'm probably going <laughs> to get the pitchforks. You ready? All right. Do Americans... As a whole, truly care about rising gas prices. I think we like to bitch about it, but we honestly don't care. Uh, I know I sort of care a little bit. <laughs> How much but... is gas for you right now, and what what do you have to buy in here? Your... <laughs> so for the Audi, it's premium gas. And Ooh. some cars, I looked for mine, and some cars it's like, oh, we recommend uh, premium, but you can use regular not my case so i still have to buy premium and it's like i think i looked at it's like 60 cents more um than regular Mm -hmm. so every time i fill up it's about 12 gallons so it's like seven dollars and 20 cents every time i fill up more than if i had a regular gas car more yeah so wait um, so how much did you pay for gas most recently like how much per gallon how much per gallon? Uh, I got it yesterday, and I think it was like four fifty nine or something. Four fifty nine? Yeah. I think I paid three ninety nine. Well, yeah, sixty cents more. Okay. Competition <laughs> um, over here. But uh, so at the end of the day, if you actually look at it, that's an extra like let's just for easiness call it twenty bucks extra a month, two hundred forty dollars a year. It sucks, but it's not make or break. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's honestly what it is. I do I enjoy paying more? Absolutely not. But even even if gas prices weren't going up, that'd still be my case. So to yeah. me, it's like I knew that when I bought the car, that it was gonna be more. That's fair. Um, yeah. I 
Okay, let me be very clear here. I am not saying that rising gas prices are not affecting any, like, people. It affects people's budgets. It really can make or break someone, a single mom, on a limited income or an elderly person. Like, I am not saying, like, gas prices increasing is not... um, Harmful. Harmful. Like, it is. However, I don't know if the majority of Americans care about the price of gas. And here's why. What was the number one selling car last year? Or vehicle last year? SUV. Nope. It was a Ford F-Series, which gets 25 miles for both city and highway. Okay, so 25 combined? 25, 25. Oh. And it's a truck? It's a, yes. Damn, that's good gas mileage for a truck. Okay, my car gets like 35, 40 or something. Like, it's significantly... First car, Ford F-Series truck. Second car, Ram pickup. Holy Jesus, really? Yes. Third, Chevy Silverado. These are the top three cars, or vehicles, I keep saying cars, top three vehicles of 2021. Forbes.com, in case you want to check my sources. Trucks, we're out here buying trucks and then trying to complain about gas prices. (laughs) That's very true. That's uh, somebody I know, they said their truck, 35 gallon tank. I know some pumps shut you off at like $75 or $100, or at least they used to. It's like, these people can't even fill up their trucks. 35-gallon tank? Are you crazy? Yeah. That's, <laughs> what kind of car is that? Uh, Toyota Tundra. Oof, It's so a four-door truck. <laughs> so, it took until the sixth vehicle to get to a car. Uh, what's that one? Toyota Camry. Really? Yep. Wow, that's not a cheap sedan either. It is not. Toyota can't really sold I mean, that's like, uh, it's up. The highest level they sold of... more than they did the previous year. Six percent mm. more. Trucks are down, but they still sold the most. Well, actually, it's interesting. I know uh, somebody that bought the new Ford Maverick, and he said, "Oh, what did he say? He said that truck can get like forty miles to a gallon." Is the Maverick the one I wanted? I think so. It's a like baby truck. The baby truck. Yeah. So it is sort of interesting that uh, these trucks are starting to get actually really, really good gas mileage. Yeah. Well, but still. A truck also you know i have an issue with people who drive trucks if they don't like put things in them if they don't use them i think it's very vain but i mean <laughs> who cares what i think it's your car do whatever you want but <laughs> well that's i think with these like new compact trucks that they're trying to sell it's like people that want a truck be- they want an suv but they want a truck bed and they're sort of trying to f- i think get that niche 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 Niche. Niche. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's my controversial take. We'll probably lose followers, get rated two stars. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just find it, and you know, like your dad has to drive a truck. Like yeah, he has, work, he has basically. no choice. He has to drive a truck. Um, but but there's always stuff in his truck, and his truck's always dirty. These little pretty boy trucks with the little shiny shiny. Like, come on, <laughs> come on. Why do you have this giant truck? What are you trying to prove here? Misha's very much against truck owners who don't use their truck as a truck. Well, that's like I never understood. Like, they sell, like, luxury trucks with leather and stuff. I'm like, why the <laughs> hell would you buy that? Like, I I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I know. There's people listening right now like, David, why would you buy an Audi? Why would you need that? <laughs> um, it is know. a perfect vehicle for the everyday person. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the rosé mimosa is getting to you. <laughs> hey, hey, I get better gas mileage in that Audi than my Jetta, so ha. You pay more in gas because you're buying premium. But it might balance out. 
Okay. I think in the Jetta, I'd get 27 miles to get on this. I can get like 30, 32 if I don't drive it crazy. All right, all right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, we got off on tangent there. So I know we normally talk about finance fails, as is the name of the podcast. Um, David mentioned the flaw in this plan, and that was eventually we're going to run out of finance fails. Um, yeah, we're not only failures. Exactly. But, so we are planning on expanding. We're going to try to get some more guests on. I've got some some really cool people lined up that I think would be fun to talk about. So it's it's basically going to be very money-centric still. Like, the conversation is going to be very money-centric. But here and there, we might do different topics. But, you know, finance fails and cocktails is still... we got to toot our own horn every once in a while. And we want to bring some positivity to it. Yes. So today, we're going to talk about the things we actually did right. Um, because I'm sure people listening to this who have no, have never followed the journey are like, my God, these idiots, like we've done some things. They, right. they need to be like, um, you know, having their money watched by someone at all times because they clearly don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, but we have done some things right. So I think we should try to go chronologically if we can. All right. Start us off. Okay. So when I went to school or college, um, I actually only took out like $14,000 in student loans for my entire college career. One, I um, panicked and um, graduated in three years instead of four because I was worried about the switch to quarters to semesters. So I like packed on a bunch of extra classes. I took summer classes. I took winter like break classes. Um, And so I graduated in three years, which shaved off, essentially, thank you, a year of like, what's it called? Tuition and what's the other one? Room. Room Room award. Yeah. Because I didn't have to pay for that. Like, it was just whatever. So 14 grand really isn't a lot of money. Yeah, especially for a four-year degree. So that was good. The other thing I did was I applied to so many scholarships, like, and I did not get all of them, but I did get a good chunk of them. Yeah. Which was really helpful. Yep. So I will there are literally there. Yeah. So there are literally scholarships for every and anything. Um, get online, find some resources for the scholarships. So I think that's a big one. Um, yeah. Um, I worked for a pest control company and I was in charge of like community outreach and I was like, Hey, we should do a scholarship. Like, it gets our name in the local schools. It's really good for people. It's a tax write-off. And so I was like, let's not make it something stupid. Like, write about your favorite book. But I was like, which world would you rather live in, Harry Potter or Star Wars? Write an essay on that. And so, like, one kid applied for that scholarship. It was 500 bucks, which 500, That's 500. Books for like, a semester. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it adds up. And so she wasn't in competition with anybody. She got $500. The real question is, how was the article? It was great. (laughs) She picked Star Wars. And then we went and bought her a ton of, like, like Star Wars memorabilia. Like, here's a Star Wars toaster. Here's a Star Like, a bunch of Star Wars crap. Um, Which, if she hated, she could have sold. So. Made some more money. Look in. One, if you're a local business. I highly recommend giving a scholarship away, like five hundred bucks, two fifty even. Like, yeah, something small is I mean. good for your brand, and it's good for the person. You're helping an individual. Like that's 
really the the ultimate goal is to give back to the community in some way. Um, I know eventually when I'm debt free, I want to give back to our high school and and I want to clear lunch debts and things like that. So <sighs> do a scholarship. Highly recommend it. Now is the time to do it because it's March. So kids are going to start graduating here in the next couple months. So yeah. What did you do right in that time period? Anything? Um, I was on my mom about the FAFSA. Like we definitely took advantage of that. Um, cause I think her income level, like I got some money. Um, yeah. you know, I did get some scholarships. So Miami, they, I will say this, they did a pretty good job of trying to get you scholarships. So whatever I had to do with them to, to do to that. Do that. Yeah. Yep. I did that. Um, Miami, when I went there is 28 grand for a year. <gasps> so I think I left with like 36,000 in debt. So not the best, bad. but not the worst. So yeah. I, so I, that's, like, how did you pay for school again? Uh, scholarships and FAFSA, and then I did have to take student loans out. So whatever the difference was, I did take student loans out. That's again, that's not bad either for for four year, four and a half years. David oh, uh, yeah. took four and a half or five. Four and a half. David took my extra year, and then then some. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I, I I probably I will say this. I was lazy. I think when it came to applying for scholarships outside of Miami. Um, but I did take full advantage of everything that I could with them. Nice. I got a Key Club scholarship. You remember Key Club? Heard no. of it, but I didn't really know about it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what they do. Uh, it's like part of the Kiwanis or something. I don't know. I got that scholarship. So, <laughs> you know, go for anything. Like, go for scholarships. If your school, if the kid's school is, like, promoting scholarships, apply to them. It's, yes, it sucks writing these essays. Who cares? You know what sucks more? Paying for student loans. Some of that, so you, you can use on multiple scholarships too. So, I mean, it's grinding out, I think, those first couple, and then, you know, might be able to use them secondary. Yeah. yeah. All right, what else? What else have we done? I got more points if you want me to talk next. Uh, it's still about the college, or? Why don't you have more on college? Because I have nothing no. more on college. No, no. I mean, I did work, which was nice, but I mean, barely. um okay so my first apartment after i graduated was like a very modest apartment it wasn't anything fancy it i like took over the lease from someone else so it was like i don't know maybe 600 700 bucks like 730 or something and um that was pretty good for like what i and i i didn't go straight there after college i stayed home for a couple months and then moved in after i got my job and like got my Got established, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, I feel like when you first go out into the real world, you're like, I got to be the best at everything. I need the nicest car. I need the nicest apartment. And really, like, modest was good for me. And I'm I'm really glad I went that route. I didn't have, like, I was fine with, like, used furniture and things like that because I was just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that's sort of... Uh... One of the things I, I would agree that the other thing too is like um, I guess around college and graduation stuff, like I lived with you for a little bit, so I think that was smart rather than me get my I mean I could have went home with my parents, but I ended up moving in with Misha. But rather than getting like my own place for you know those couple yeah. months, I moved in with you. We were able to split the rent that way, um, so I think that was good that for was both good. of us. That was good. Because it also gave us a taste of what it would be like to live together. Because at that point, we never did we really that. Because we, we were in high school well, and college. We were also long distance for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hadn't 
lived together really like we'd done weekends but nothing really longer than that so yeah so that i think 10 weeks or whatever gave us the opportunity to see what it's like to yeah. live together pay some bills together stuff like that yes i agree um speaking of us paying bills together i think the one thing that we've like the one solid thing that we've done is we are like the best communicators with one another about money like and we always have been we have always communicated like Hey, even when we didn't have money, it was like, hey, I don't have money right now. So I can't afford to to pay for a lunch out, a dinner out. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I can't. Like, it was a very open and honest conversation at all times about money, about our goals with money, about how much we're making. There is like, one, I am a really bad um, secret keeper. Like, I can't keep things from David. It's to a fault almost um so it's like mm, okay well i max out this credit card so i have no more money like you're gonna have to use yours <laughs> uh, yeah the maxing out wasn't the good part there but yeah we uh we but we were bad. communicative about it and i think that that's like an area that a lot of people struggle with like they might be shameful about maxing out their credit card and i'm not that i was proud of it but at least i know I, and then find knew, out later and um it wasn't like a the huge deal yeah um i mean it should have been but it wasn't because we were it's yeah. less of a deal because we were communicating at all times about it yeah yeah i mean that sort of started early on because remember for college my half lap i had to get a private student loan and i basically told you hey i tapped out my fafsa <laughs> my dad said he's not giving me any more money you want to co-sign this loan for me and you did so even as early as college we sort of were straight up with each other about yeah like this is what it is <laughs> <laughs> and again not that i would recommend you co-signing a loan for your boyfriend um, <laughs> hey at that point we were together for like seven years again not that i recommend <laughs> that you'd co-sign a loan for your boyfriend <laughs> listen pal time i appreciate it time means nothing yeah, i should have um, left you should have took that four grand not paid it off, you know left it with Dude, you. Don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> go, go sit over there. I'm about to go back to school just to do that again. We got split finances. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun, pal. I need a co-signer. <laughs> um, okay, so as we grew older, I think one of the best things we did that, like, in the beginning of our journey was got roommates. Oh, of our debt-free journey? Yes. Yeah, that sort of kicked it off for, what, the second or third time that we tried to do it. And yes. that really helped And that helped things. us a lot. And I know, like, a lot of people would be like, why would you get roommates? You're married. Um, this is a weird plan. Um, our you know parents thought we were swingers. Like, You know what's interesting? I truly believe this. I think in high-expense areas, roommates are more common than, like, here in the Midwest. Most people in the Midwest can afford a place on their own. Cali, New York the culture is different in that regard where i think a lot of people have roommates yeah they do because it's so expensive there like you yeah. said that one apartment well that's a one bedroom but it's like what do you say 20 2350 like that's a lot of money and a benefit um a privilege almost as having like a couple being a couple is you can split a one bedroom apartment with two incomes and i don't think a lot of people talk about that is how like as a single person, it is a lot harder to live life because the world is almost geared towards people being in a relationship, which mm. isn't fair. Like, yeah, think about that. Like San Diego, probably now the average rent, I got it has to be like sixteen hundred. It's hard to think about 
I couldn't even do that now exactly. where we are financially. But that's also why people get person. stuck in really like a terrible situations because they're like, well, I can't afford to live here without another person. Yeah. And it's sort of crazy to think about. So, for example, that 1600 if you, so let's say you bump up to a two bedroom, so let's say it's 1800 right? And you split that with somebody, that's $900 exactly. versus 1600 So, exactly. like, it really has benefits of getting roommates. I mean, so, no, yeah, not, our, not even just getting roommates, but again, and I'm about to go on a tangent, but like, because the world, everything, things are easier financially if there's two people. Yeah. Because we are splitting finances, um, like, we, there's two of us. Like, when we go to an Airbnb and we're splitting it with friends, we have to pay, like, the same, I guess, but, like, it's it's one. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Or, like, I think even, like, insurance is cheaper if you're married. Is it? Yes. Yeah. So, like, these, I think, like, car insurance. Um, oh, because you might have multiple cars and So, whatever. it's just, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's... Yeah, that's sort of that. I mean, that's sort of true. Because think about think about if you're like a one car family, you only have to pay for one car, and there's two of you contributing to one car, right? Yeah. If there's one of you contributing to one car, more of your money is going to yeah. that, and you don't have as much flexibility. So the world really is. I mean, that's obviously it makes really sense, but it's. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm saying it makes sense because two people contributing to one thing is obviously going to be cheaper, but. <sighs> I guess that was a good thing that we worked out yeah. <laughs> as a couple because things would have been a lot harder if it did, if we were not together. It would have been way harder. Well, yeah, that as with roommates, that was probably our lowest rent we ever paid in San Diego. Yeah, it was. So, so more people, heads up. Yeah. <sighs> okay, what else? What else you got? Uh, What's another finance win that we have? Um, you know, I will say the past three years we've taken good advantage of the balance transfers at zero percent yes we have, we've successfully done two i think and we're we got one more and we have not added back to those cards that we've paid off so. and we have not paid interest so a balance transfer one what we look for in a balance transfer is this is not financial advice this is just what we have done um zero percent very low um takeover fee whatever it's called yeah usually like three percent um so Transfer you have to fee. like you have to pay for them to take over the thing but you pay like this one-time fee it's zero percent and usually, usually for 18 we're months. trying to get 18 months yeah. sometimes we've had some for like six or 12 i think before but 18 is like the the good yeah zone I maybe have seen one that's like 24, but most are but the, most, most of the best are 18. So the goal for us when we do a balance transfer is one, to take over the entirety of whatever debt we're trying to focus on. Two, zero percent. Three, we need to pay it off before the interest kicks in. Because yep. usually that interest is not pretty. Yeah, it's you got to read their terms, but I think it's like it might be on the full balance you transfer it over or something i think they calculate it in the background for if you don't pay it off by the end i don't know you gotta read the terms it's a little tricky on some of them but but when we've done that it's really been um beneficial for us because it's all going to principal too so when we've done them correctly it really has like because it all goes to principal we're lowering our debt much much faster yeah i'm thinking about doing that with that private student loan i have because I, it's like it's like eight percent interest, so not terrible. But like 
I think that payment is like 50 bucks, but only like $24 or something is going towards principal. I think I'm going to do that with that. <laughs> well, I mean, definitely something to consider. Look at the math. Look at the numbers. Yeah. Make sure it makes sense. Um, yeah, that's why I basically, honestly, pretty much the only thing you really need to calculate is that 3%, whatever, transfer fee or whatever, and compare that to the interest you're going to pay in that time, and I mean, if it beats it out, and... Could you just pay it off? What's that? Could you just pay it off? What, the student loan? Yeah. Uh, I get, we got those two other ones I'd rather. That you'd rather focus yeah. on. Yeah, so... But, and the other thing too, which we've, which can be helpful, is usually your payment will be lower. So if you get in a tricky situation where you can't throw what you were throwing at it, you can, you can make, like, a, make a lower payment. And it still is all going towards. Towards principal, principal. yeah. Yep. So. so in tough times, it can be beneficial in that regard too. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Anything else? What else have we done well? Um, let's see. We have not... We have, uh, other than the car, we have not added to debt. We have not added to like, debt. Like, we have not added to debt, like, by buying stupid stuff. We did add his medical bills, unfortunately, <laughs> but we didn't go out and buy a TV or something. Yes. So, stuff like that. Or we didn't. We have stopped paying interest on our credit cards. Yeah, we have not paid interest in years. two years so, or something. That's really, like, once we got on the right track, it was golden. Um... And I think I've tapped into like what really I like doing as side hustles. So like Instacart is has been pretty good for me. And the other thing that I really enjoy doing recently is like resume reviews. Ooh, and yeah. um, so I've been I have worked in HR and various things, so I know what a good resume looks like. And so I've been charging, you know, I charge about a hundred bucks to do it, but your resume becomes a lot more elevated. Um, so that, and then the other thing is, I monetized Thanksgiving. Yes, you did. That was a pretty successful project. So I am. I forgot about that. I, <laughs> yes, I am known as like the Thanksgiving queen. Basically, I can make an entire schedule and an entire like all the recipes, like nine different food items. Mm. Um, I was about to say nine courses. <laughs> nine different food items. Yeah. And it can all be done at three o'clock or two o'clock or whatever time I yeah, say. On time. On time. You want to have so I have like, I'm a very type A personality. So I um, organize this timeline and I usually just do it for myself. And someone was like, you could sell that. And so I typed Shout it up. Shout out to that person. Thank Shout you. Shout out to that person. Um, so I typed it up. I made it. Re- it's a really nice looking book. Like, Are you going to sell that this year too? Yep. Yeah, so, and that's the one of those things. It took a lot of time for you to create that, but now it's created. You can sell it every I can year. Sell it every year, and it's ten bucks. It's a digital download, and, and I think you had really good feedback from it. Yes. Other than like one or two people who like nitpicky things, you know, you one always have the critics. Was mad that there was the rolls weren't homemade, and I was like, why would you home make rolls if you can have Hawaiian rolls? <laughs> Another thing is, it's like. You're homemaking nine other things. There's like nine other, like literally, you're even making um, the gravy from scratch. Like, yeah, and if you want to make homemade rolls, make homemade rolls. Like, you can tailor that. It's not like a one <laughs> thing fits all. Yeah, I color coded the timeline so that like if you don't want to make mac and cheese, then you just remove like the yellow. Did anybody actually take advantage of that and it worked out pretty well? Do you know? I I don't know if anybody removed it, but they said okay. like using the timeline helped them get done on time. They're like, this Dang. is the first time Thanksgiving has ever been done on time. That's so cool. I, I it's, it's funny. It's Even our family cool knows. Like, my dad always brags about, like, if Misha says dinner's at 2 o'clock, 
It's got to be at 2 o'clock, well, so don't be late. people will show up late, and I'm like, Because usually it is done. late. It's yeah. Food, we're already on second play. It's like, you better. <laughs> it's well, gone. Thanks for showing um, up at 2.30. And I don't play, because like, I've been cooking all day, so if I want to eat right now, I'm going to eat right now. <laughs> yeah, we're not waiting. I'm not waiting around for you. Um, but I have never been late. Yeah. And I've been cooking it for like seven years, maybe? Yeah, six or seven years. How long have we been married? Uh, 2016. Six, so. so. All right. Well, you want to dive into this other people's business? That was good. That was a good little uh, serotonin boost. Uh, <laughs> serotonin? Sure. Dopamine? Dopamine, maybe. One of them's sad and one of them's happy. I think dopamine is good. I think serotonin yeah, is good. No, it has to be hits of dopamine. It's dopamine. Because the minimalist talked about it. Okay, David is only <laughs> listening to um, the Sorry, minimalist. I've been sort of binging no, their uh, podcast and I just bought their book. So, What does it do to the body? It is a mood stabilizer. So it's probably both. <laughs> okay, we have an other people's business submission from a listener. All right, as you said, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Okay. My husband and I cannot make this decision. Since it's money related, I wondered if it would fit an OPB. I like that we called him that. Okay, current state. Family of three, the baby is seven months old. We've reached basically lean FI on a single income stream. Mm. So FI is um, financial independence. Lean is like, it's like a, like, not like luxurious lifestyle. Tight budget, but, like, but they are fire. Yes. Um, okay. My job became toxic, so we saved the cash we needed to leave and we'll give two weeks on March 18th. That's in three days. Okay. Um, in, in a state of fear, I threw my application at a recruiter on LinkedIn and got an interview. They want to hire me fully remote. Yay! $120,000 salary. Ooh. But we had already gotten used to the idea that we were starting our non-work life next month. My husband doesn't love the idea of being a stay-at-home dad for another year and after thinking we are going to be slowing down and sharing the load. The decision. Would you rather work super hard for one year and make 120000 which would fund 4.8000 in yearly extras, vacations for the rest of forever? 4.8000? Um, yes. Was in yearly extras because it like I think cause they'll have that, that extra okay. money. 4.8 that's what it says. Okay. Man, David. <laughs> um, for the rest of forever. So like 4.8,000 every oh, year okay, for the rest of forever. Or start your post-work life one year early and have to do gig work to fund any travel or superfluous spending. All basic needs are met and her son is going to be a year and seven, seven years to a year and seven months. Kudos to them. Yes. That is awesome. This is really Three kids? awesome. Um, I think you said? Yes, family of three. Family oh, of family three. of three. Okay, okay. So just those two, and um, just that's I, us. I know what your answer is. Uh, oh, do you? Yeah, grind it out for the year and, and make that cheddar. No, no, no. What? No, I think you did it. You did it. It's over. You you reached the goal. Because what's going to stop you in in a year when they give you a raise to one hundred and fifty thousand? To say, oh, if I grind it out for one more year, we can have $10,000 more a year. Mm. You What's know, your answer? My answer is, take it. If you're like, after a month, nope, don't like it, quit. Who cares? If you guys are like, okay, yeah, this isn't as bad as we thought it was going to be, grind it out. So You I, can leave at any time. I feel like 
there's there's this like mentality of like we got to keep going like we got to keep going we got to keep collecting more like, yeah like yeah. people will say like let me save twenty thousand dollars and they save oh, twenty thousand dollars and they're like well maybe i'll just save five more grand so i have twenty five thousand so really yeah I when buffer. do you stop and you never want to stop it's a very hard mindset to leave and most of us are in that mindset I think naturally that's just how it comes. You're always worried you that always you're never going to have more. enough. But at some point, it's like, you're good. Because Take it. Think of, I think I've asked you this before. Like, how much money would be enough money? Like, when would you be like, okay, I have this much money, I'm done. Exactly. And I think that's pr- uh, part of the problem with uh, people I actually know who you made it. R- relax, enjoy. And they still want to chase after more. Like... No, like, why are you doing it? It's almost an addiction to, like, working and to, like, keep going. I, um, you obviously (laughs) make your own decision. This is other people's business, so we just put our little, our own thought into other people's business. 4.8 grand a year. What is that? 4.8. It's throwing me off. $4,800. Okay, yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you, like, a math nerd? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, like, Yes, forty eight hundred. I don't. Let me be clear. When I say what is that, I don't mean like that's nothing. Like obviously that's a good chunk of money, but you've reached the goal. You've reached fire. Retire. Do it. If you really are like, if your passion is at work, though, you really. This is like, well, I. This is my dream job. I've always wanted to do this. I can't. I like just feel called to do this. That's a different story. But if you're just like, eh. It's a job. It's a job. I, I'm and doing I just, it strictly for the money. Go live your life. Go. Your son is seven months. Take that, that time. time yeah. Like, there's a TikTok sound going around right now that's like, the four years of life, you cannot get back. That zero to four age is a very, like, interesting time because they're learning and growing and just, like, and Eventually, they're going to be in school and it it's probably so not much. feasible to... You know, travel every day or whatever they exactly. want to do. If you could get $120,000 now, imagine what you could get in five years if you still want to do this and your kid goes to school or whatever. Mm. Well, that's, I guess, counter to what I originally said is, I guess you can always get another job. Yeah, it might not be making this 120, but she's probably has the resume that can get if you, good jobs right. like this. So, like, if it's not working and you're like, oh, shit, we really could use that 48 Let's let's get back into it. I say, I say take, take your time. Take your... I don't Take think the win. You did it. Yeah, I, which is like not a short. Like this is not an easy accomplishment to reach financial independence at this age. Is is not an I, easy thing. No, I think I'm gonna agree with you on this. My end result, I'm gonna agree. Like, do take uh, take the time, enjoy it. You jobs are always gonna be there. Don't burn you can the bridge. Go back. Don't burn the bridge. Say, you know what? I think for this time, I need to focus on my family. I'd love to stay in touch. Stay in touch. I think. Even using the family is a very valid point. Like, yeah. hopefully, your the potential employer would respect that. So, so I think, congratulations. Yeah, this is really amazing. Awesome. I'm like, I'm I'm jealous. I think I can say <laughs> that. I think I can be jealous. Um, and I can't wait till that's us. Great. Um, well, you'll be four years after me when you pay off your car. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's really awesome. So I think that's yeah. that's Kudos. great. Okay, is there anything else that we need to talk about? Surprisingly, our kiddo slept our through this whole thing, so we better, we better take it. We better it. <laughs> wrap it up. Okay, let me make sure there's... We're Team Wheels. Um, all right, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little bit different version of us talking. Um, I I think you guys will. You guys are very nice and supportive. And <laughs> as always, thank you for that. Um, 
What? Mo, where can they find me? Um, <laughs> you can find me, Misha, at Refilling My Wallet. And as always, don't forget to refill your drinks. And refill your wallets. Bye, guys.